Hi there. We welcome you to the Rush Hour podcast with Corky and B-Rush, the show. Well, we've changed things. We've compressed three hours of content into two hours, Monday through Friday, from 7 to 9 a.m. However, we're not skimping on the conversations. No, the very thing that made this podcast so popular is the thing that we're continuing. So, for the next 15 minutes or so, enjoy the latest podcast on the Rush Hour Morning Show with Corky and B-Rush. Shut up and sit down. And a good Thursday morning to you. We welcome you to the Rush Hour Morning Show. On WGNC AM 1450, 101.1 FM, WGNC, Gastonia, Charlotte, WGNCRadio.com on this Thursday morning. As you can tell, the voice, not exactly right. I'm going to try to muscle through this two hours on this Thursday morning. For many of you out there, you've been dealing with sickness, flu, whatnot. It's, uh, it's going around, and I've been fortunate to be quite honest with you. I've had some bouts with my voice. That's really been the only significant sickness that I've had to work with. If you're of the type to where you knock on wood, if you could knock on wood for me, that'd be great. Obviously, when you're in the business of using your voice, uh, these types of things happen, and they typically happen in the, in the wintertime. So we're going to try to soldier on through it and um, get into this broadcast day. Conference basketball action got started yesterday. The Big South Conference in full. There was a slate of games in the ACC and even some SOCON games that we're going to cover here in this first segment. We'll also talk about some high school basketball games that are scheduled to get cranked up. There have been a smattering of games that have gotten started so far. But the reality is high school basketball starts in earnest for the second half of the season, if you will, tomorrow. And then when we get into the show, of course, we'll have Corky Franks join us at around 7.20 this morning. And we're going to talk about something that I got to thinking about yesterday. Of course, if you know anything about my career, my time, obviously, I did spend a little time up in Virginia working at Longwood University. Very fond times there, very familiar with the athletics department, having spent over two years working within the confines of that department. Well, of course, the men's basketball program came to Rock Hill last night to take on Winthrop. 
I had a chance to catch up with some good friends, and it was an all-around good time. Those types of matchups are things I'm not necessarily giddy about being involved in. To be quite honest with you, it's part of the job. You're going to be familiarized with folks and faces and things of that nature if you spend any time in this line of work, and it's just part of the job. If I had my preference, I would have watched that game from a distance and see how it played out. When we get Corky Franks in here this morning, we're going to talk about some of that, not necessarily a matchup of that nature. We're going to talk about do-overs a little bit later on in the show. Of course, we'll cover some college football playoff for Monday. Yesterday, we mentioned that there is going to be no SEC team in the national championship game. Washington, out of the Pac-12, will be taking on Michigan. We'll talk about what that might do as far as the audience is concerned. As a college football fan with apparently no dog in the fight, because this is North Carolina, the reality is, is that unless you're a transplant from this area, you probably do not have a rooting interest for any of the two teams involved. Are you more or less likely to watch? And how indicative of that is the rest of the country? We'll cover some of that a little bit later on in the show. And then, of course, we'll talk about some of the NFL playoffs a little bit later on. Some teams are already in. Some teams have already locked their spot. Some teams are going to use this final weekend of the football season to basically treat it as an exhibition game. We'll talk about these playoffs. And we'll talk about if are there any teams to truly look out for as it relates to this NFL playoff coming up? For instance, the Baltimore Ravens look like one of the favorites to win the AFC. The San Francisco 49ers look like a good team in the NFC. It's certainly not the only one but they look like a good team. They look like a team that could go to the Super Bowl. Could we be watching the 49ers-Ravens marching toward Super Bowl 58? We'll talk about that on this Rush Hour morning show. And then, of course, tomorrow, hopefully we're going to have some conversations to get that train rolling again so that we can dive in earnest into what's coming up because there's plenty to talk about in that regard. Lots of conversations to be had with coaches that have recently just been hired. And then, of course, catching up with some of our college coaches that we typically do this time of year. Last night in college basketball, several games of interest in both the ACC, the Big South Conference, the Southern Conference, of local interest as well. 
Let's dive into those. Last night, 16th-ranked Clemson Tigers go to Miami. They lose to the Hurricanes, 95-82, just the second loss for the Tigers on the season. Virginia wins at home against Louisville, 77-53. Florida State beats Georgia Tech, 82-71. North Carolina State gets past Notre Dame in South Bend last night, 54-52. This was one of the late games. and I mean, it was really one of the late games. As we'll talk about here in a moment, the Winthrop game went into overtime. I didn't leave the building until pretty late. And in that regard, North Carolina State, as I was driving home, was in the first half. They probably didn't get done until about 11.30. They get the win 54-52 over Notre Dame. Scores around the area of other interest. Dayton got past Davidson last night, 72-59. And in the, I mean, any conference, if you can pick up a road win, that's fantastic. Dayton really proving that this is a pretty good basketball team, beating a good Davidson team last night on the road by 13. Southern Conference scores. Western Carolina got past the Citadel, 80-71. to Wofford beat VMI, 87-85. East Tennessee State beat Mercer, 80-69. UNCG got past Furman, 79-68. And then, of course, in the Big South Conference last night, UNC Asheville, Mike Morrell's club, got started off on the right foot. They're starting to figure it out in this regular season. A 95-67 winner over USC Upstate. High point. Went on the road to Radford, beat the Radford Highlanders 85-71. to This is a high point club that is going to make some noise in the Big South Conference. They have reversed their fortunes almost immediately as they pick up their 12th win of the season last night. 85-71 over Radford. Charleston Southern falls to PC. Presbyterian 68-61. They get their first conference win of the year. And then, of course, the, the game last night that you heard here on WGNC AM 1450 and 101.1 FM last night, the Winthrop Eagles come from behind, down by as many as 11 in the second half to beat the Longwood Lancers 68-60 in overtime. High school basketball from around the area playing tonight. I should say playing tomorrow night. My apologies. East Gaston will host Bessemer City. Burns and Cherryville will face off against one another. Thomas Jefferson plays Highland Tech. Hickory's going to take on North Lincoln. Statesville and East Lincoln will face off against each other. North Newton Conover, I should say, will take on Lincolnton. Huss and Shelby will hook up in a non-conference matchup tomorrow night. And South Point and York will face off against one another down in York, South Carolina, tomorrow evening. This conference play and regular season play for the second half of the year will start in earnest.
If you want to join the conversation this morning, start reaching out to us. You can send us a text at 704-689-3820. That's 704-689-3820. And I'm gonna, I, I do want to put a couple things in, in your mind to think about over the course of this show. As I mentioned, and we'll talk about this with Corky Franks here in just a moment. As I mentioned last night, the Longwood-Winthrop game got me to thinking about this. If you could go back in time and have a second shot at your favorite team or even a team that you played for, if you could have a do-over against a foe, a team that got the better of you, Who would it be? We would love to hear from you this morning at 704-689-3820. A favorite team of yours, maybe didn't get the result that you were hoping for, maybe they took a loss in a very important game, and you would want to have a do-over. So, for instance, this is not my pick, but when the Cincinnati Bengals made it to the Super Bowl against San Francisco... And Tim Crumry goes down crushing his leg. I think that was a pivotal moment in that football game. I would have loved to have seen what happened if the Bengals had Tim Crumry in that game. Would the Bengals have possibly been able to get past the 49ers in the Super Bowl? That's what I'm asking. If you've got a favorite team, what game would you want your favorite team to get a do-over in with the possibility of changing the result. I'll give you my answer a little bit later on in the show. We'll certainly ask Corky Franks what his thoughts are. And then another thing that we'll talk about, and this is going to be very interesting to see what folks have to say, are you more or less likely to watch the college football championship game knowing that there's not an SEC team in it? I know that there's a lot of SEC bias, negative bias to the SEC. I get it. I understand why. But as an ACC football fan, knowing that there's not an ACC team in the championship and not an SEC team to hate in the championship, are you more or less inclined to watch? as a native of North or South Carolina in this area, without a team really of any geographical relevance to this part of the world, are you more or less inclined to tune in? We'll cover all that as we continue on on this Thursday morning on the Rush Hour Morning Show. But before we do that, I'll let you know, now in Gastonia, Home Outlet is your secret to winning the home improvement game. With new quality kitchens, baths, floors, and more, your 100% employee-owned home outlet has everything you need to take your project from plan to reality, including the largest selection of in-stock products. You don't have to imagine the feeling of walking into your newly remodeled kitchen because Home Outlet is now open at 1495 East Franklin Boulevard. That's the feeling of winning the home improvement game. Follow us on social media. Visit homeoutlet.com. When we come back in just a bit, Corky Franks will join us on this Thursday morning. We'll be back.
just a bit. Trying to sell your home can be challenging, but that does not mean it has to be hard. With the higher interest rates, you may see fewer showings, fewer offers, and more negotiations. This is where your agent really matters. Being Gaston County's realtor of choice for 37 years and a top agent at Allen Tate Realtors, John R. Bolin can assist you with your real estate needs, whether you're buying or selling your home. If you're seeking great service with one who is known for honesty and integrity, do not hesitate to call John R. Bolin at Allen Tate Realtors. That's 704-214-3088. 704-214-3088. John R. Bolin of Allen Tate Realtors. Belmont Body Work is here to keep your body moving, offering sports and deep tissue massage to those who are pushing their bodies to the limit, tailored massage to your body needs, and treatment plans designed to help you feel your best. Call 980-477-5424 to schedule your massage with Belmont Body Work. 980-477-5424. Keep your body moving with Belmont Body Work. 980-477-5424. Hi folks, this is Brian Rushing of the Rush Hour Morning Show. Have you heard the news? We're moving three hours of hyper-local sports talk and the best conversations to two hours, Monday through Friday from 7 to 9 a.m. On the home of news, talk, and sports, AM 1450 and 101.1 FM, Gastonia, Charlotte, and streaming online at WGNCRadio.com. It's the Rush Hour Morning Show every Monday through Friday from 7 to 9 a.m. I have a question for you. Do you remember this song? How sweet it is to be loved by you. Okay, let's think about this. Why is it that everyone remembers hundreds of songs almost note by note they never set out to memorize? That's the power of a sticky. When you hear a song or maybe a good advertising message for some frequency week after week for about six months, it gets in your long-term memory, even when you don't intend it to. You remember because you heard it. That's why radio is a sticky advertising medium. You can't hear a newspaper billboard or Facebook ad. Okay, TV has the power of sound too, but advertising on TV week after week can be very expensive. With radio, you can afford to get sticky. Then someone in the market of what you have to sell, hopefully they will remember you if you want them to. Take advantage of radio, the power of sound. Attention high school sports fans. Are you an armchair official? You know, the parent or fan who constantly yells at the referees and loves to let everyone know just how bad you think they are. Well, if you think you could do better, then get in the game and prove it. It's time for you to suit up and make the calls where they actually count. Every sport in North Carolina needs more officials. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. And we welcome you back to the Rush Hour Morning Show on this Thursday morning, January the 4th. Sun back out this morning. Looks like it's a nice sunrise happening. Even though we are, despite the fact that the days are in fact getting longer, you can't really tell it, but they are getting longer. 
Should be a nice day today, even though we've got rain and lots of it rolling in over the weekend. Followed up by another system next week. So with that, let's get it. Okay. Hey, hey, hey. hey, you got me, B Rush? You're coming in loud and clear. Oh, okay. But you can't hear anything? No, I can't, can't see, can't hear. Going blind? <laughs> it's all good. What about you? Um. I'm here. You're on the struggle bus. Like the, you, the voices, anyway. Look like you had a gas. It's been a long few days. Yeah, I can tell. You know, you didn't even talk about that. Um, you went to Asheville or somewhere, didn't you, for a couple days? Oh, I, I did go to Asheville. Was I that, did. Was that, was that business? Was it pleasure? What was it? No, it was just a little getaway for the new year. Okay. How did it go? It was... Who'd you go with? Oh, Janine. Oh, did y'all make out like it... Uh, midnight? No. Why not? That's she go to bed like seven fifteen? No, no. It, that, it, I did. <laughs> usually, usually, I'm the one shutting her down. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. She, so she stayed up, and you were asleep. Oh yeah. She said she watched the ball drop in New York, and I'm like, okay. And I don't remember any of that because I was asleep long before that. Yeah, th that's not for me. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not staying up late. That, no, it's it's definitely. Definitely not my thing. Definitely not my thing. I know what your thing is going to be today. Today your thing is probably going to be a nap at some point. Probably going to get some sleep in. Yeah. Yeah. Like last night. I mean, you, you, it looks like you may fall asleep any minute now. That's a possibility. <laughs> That's a I possibility. Walked, I walked in. I was like, this dude's struggling today. We're going to figure this thing out somehow. Got up this morning because I didn't really have a chance last night to do any show prep whatsoever. Um, so I got up early, got the show prep well, done. Uh, why? I, I never do show prep. Somebody's got to. <laughs> hey, do like I do. You say a topic, I look it up, and we talk about it. Okay, well, somebody. You, you want me to do that today? Somebody's got to start. I, okay, I have an idea. Why don't today, in the 740 block, I play you and you play me? Why don't we do role reversal? We could do that tomorrow for two hours. Okay. Why not today? You got something planned? Yeah, I've, I've already mapped it out. Oh. Okay. You want to do it tomorrow? Sure. Okay. You, you want to do the show prep and <laughs> I just... No, I'm not doing any show prep. I'm just going to show up and we'll do a show. We could do it. Sure, we could. You know, when the red light comes on, baby, you got to go. That's just how it is. Okay. Listen, I'm like you, man. I, I have, I got too much going on, man. I got too much. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot. Dude, I didn't go to, I didn't get back till midnight, two nights, when was it, two nights ago? Stayed, you know, didn't get in bed till late last night. I got a lot going on. Too much. Need to slow down. Wonder when that's going to happen. When I die, when I fall out.
Yeah, January's not looking good for that. I tell you what's looking good. You got me pulled up over there? Uh, yeah, I think we can. Yeah, well, pull me up here. I'll see. See if this will make you feel better. Can you hear it? Because I can't hear anything. <laughs> okay, first time ever. Corky Oki, and I can't hear my headset. What do you think about that? can't say no. Turns into a what's up, what's up. Turns into baby, can you pick me up? Say I'm downtown. I don't want to go home after two left turns. Just be rushing Corky alone. <laughs> Your kisses right across my mouth And that turns into later on, later on Lights turn down Cause I can't turn you down You like that? You got ahead of it Oh, did I? Oh, yeah I stay ahead of myself <laughs> Was I close? Yeah, the lyrics Hey, I, I, I forgot it's not a good idea To do corky when I can't hear my headset I think we probably need to address that during the break. Well, and that's so, the thing about it. Did, yesterday worked great, did it not? Well, no, here's the thing about it. If I quit showing up at the last minute and come here and try to, you know, make sure everything's good, probably a good idea. Okay. You agree? Yeah. Um, also, also, I, I, did a little re I did do research this morning. Okay. Okay. Talking about my ADHD. Okay. All right. That I, I told you I was diagnosed with. Um, many healthcare professionals can diagnose ADHD. Psychiatrists, pediatricians, neurologists, psychologists, clinical social workers, nurse practitioners, and licensed counselors or therapists. So you think the diagnosis was legit? It says nurse practitioner. Okay, well, I think, I mean, look, I think there is a difference between a nurse and a nurse practitioner. Oh, is there? First of all, I don't know who your nurse is, okay, that, that you're having these conversations with about your ADHD. And I don't know if this person has reached the... Um, the Practitioner level? Sure. I don't know that they have that sort of uh, credentials. Uh, if they do, then, yeah, it's completely legit. Now, I, I, I didn't look up the difference between a... Let me look that up. You care? I mean, this is a sports show. <laughs> Let's see. Let's see. Nurse practitioner. So we learn something every day. Uh, unique differences. I'm not reading all that stuff. Why can't they just put like two or three things up there? So that shows I have ADHD because I'm not going to sit here and read this 20-minute article. Look, I'm, <laughs> I'm not arguing with the nurse. Okay. Okay? I just, I don't. I don't know that you could roll up, if there is such a thing, roll up into Walmart or, or CVS and say, um, I'm here to pick up my ADHD medicine. And they're like, okay, who gave you a prescription? Well, I don't have one. My, my, my nurse friend said that I have it, and so I should probably pick something Let's see. up. What do you take for ADHD? Let's see what this is. What do you take for ADHD? Man, I can't even – too many X's and Y's and L's and stuff. I ain't taking none of that stuff. I'm just going to – I'm going to keep on drinking water and diet Red Bull. <laughs> How about that? Well, that ought to fix it. <laughs> you know what I love? I love the, the – the, I love the smart <laughs> B-Rush. <laughs> Not the – I mean, the Surly B-Rush is pretty good. But, but, but the uh, – but the, the smart – 
B Rush, that's my favorite. Okay. Yeah. When you look when you look back at me like you're an idiot <laughs> and you just halfway smile and call me out in front of everybody. I like that guy. <laughs> okay. Because that's exactly what you do. You're like, come on, man. You just can't roll up into Walmart and say, uh, look, this dude I know uh, said I have ADHD. I came to pick up my script. <laughs> he's, a, he's over at exit 21. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's not a good play. <laughs> uh, I heard a guy say, you know what the difference between my, dr- uh, between my drug dealer and yours is? I said, what? He said, mine wears a white coat. <laughs> <laughs> What's the difference? No difference. What's the difference between a guy selling you a joint on the street from B-Rush and a dude in a white coat selling you some Oxycontin? What's would, the difference? I would imagine one's eight irons a little bit better than the others, okay? All right. <laughs> okay. One has an eight iron. One has a tool, a, a tire iron. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, good grief. Oh, man. That's pretty funny. You think that's why people tune in? I'm sure that's the reason for some of them. Uh, yeah. Oh, I, I, I heard uh, late last night that Aunt Becky got a kick out of going back and listening to the podcast. Good for her. She enjoyed it. Probably not listening again today. <laughs> Probably just a one-time deal. But, she, yeah, heard she, heard she got a kick out of it. Didn't take it personally, you know. Did not like my uh, fake apology. Did you like, you know, kind of well, like David I, Tepper's fake apology? I, I, or, or no apology. Hey, hey, can I can I touch on that for a second? Please. So, you know we <laughs> we uh, have a crew of guys that get together and lift weights certain days of the week, and, you know late you know six o'clock six thirty something like that. Well, last night was one of those nights, and uh, a guy shows up and he starts. That was what he wanted to talk about the David Tepper thing, and uh, he said he didn't have a problem with that. He said he he, he said he likes the fact that the guy. Is sticking up for his team. See, he t- he took it in a whole different direction. He's like the the fan probably cussed him out the whole game, called him a punk, told him his team sucked, and all that kind of stuff, you know. And he said the guy probably had enough of it. I could I could I see that point of view. It's still not right. Well, it's still assault. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I, I read something either late last night or this morning. Uh, that fine they gave him was equivalent. To a dollar and seventy-seven cent fine for the common guy. Okay. With the twenty billion dollars he's worth. Sure. That's the equivalency of it. Yep. I get it. Still, I mean, this is okay. This is the dude that can't handle your mama. Okay. Yeah. This is the guy that says your mama. Uh-huh. This is the guy that flies off on that. Yeah. Okay. That's the equivalent of what this is. I don't look. If you are trying, and from everything that we hear, he's trying, and I use air quotes, to make this organization better. That's not the right step to do it. No. There's there's no real adult in the room that says, yeah. There's only one in this room. Well, <laughs> but there's only one adult. There's no adult that's going to say, Oh, man, yeah, I think that absolutely was the appropriate move. The reality is you cannot do that, regardless of what your inclination is, regardless of what you might be feeling in the moment. You cannot do that. And and the fact of the matter is I've got two problems, two massive problems with this. You cannot do that because you're in the public eye, okay? This isn't you and your weightlifting boys 
going out back and settling an issue, okay? I got you. I got you. Out by Joe D. Burrow, okay? Yeah. That's that's not it's not the same thing. You're constantly in the public eye. You cannot make a move like that. And the one thing that I have the biggest problem about is it was not an apology. Yeah. It was a justification. And this is the bottom line. His justification was he said things I didn't like and I'm a billionaire. That's basically what his justification was. You don't sit there and talk to me that way because I'm the owner of the team. And so, therefore, anything that I think that I need to do because you're the dude who paid for that seat and I'm the guy who owns mine, guess what? I get the right to do that. Completely inappropriate on all counts. Yeah. So, what are you, you know, it's bad enough that the fans or the people that want to be fans of the team are turning against the 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 front office and the ownership sure. and all that stuff. I mean, it so look at this last year. You fired you fired Wilkes, okay? You fired that guy. The players wanted him. Apparently you didn't. You made the comment yesterday that uh, you know Scott Fowler said that thing online about if anybody's against him they got to go or if anybody bucks him they got to He gotta... runs off anybody that has any sort of checking him. Okay. Look at look at the uh Look at the trajectory of this team last year when Wilkes took it over, okay? They were on an upward tra- trajectory, right? And ever since he fired that guy, it's just – I'm not saying because they fired him. It's obviously a problem at the top, and it's just went downhill since then. You sign a couple guys and, you know, yeah, it looks like the team's going to be good on paper and everybody's excited, but at the end of the day – I mean, it's just gotten worse and worse and worse and worse. And how do you get these? How do you get these fans back? I saw Shannon Sharp saying yesterday, not specifically about this, but the NFL don't care about their fans. They know people's going to show up. You know, quit going to the games. Quit, you know, quit spending money, and these guys will straighten up. That's just all there is to it. Brian, as long as we're paying three dollars and fifty cents a gallon for gas, guess what? They're going to charge charge you three fifty two next week. Then they're going to charge you three fifty three. Then three three fifty four. Then four dollars. And they'll, they'll hover around four bucks for a couple of weeks and then say, hey, listen, we're, we're going to scale it back and make you feel like they're doing you a favor. They're not doing you a favor. They're taking advantage of you. It's the same, it's the same deal here. Well, I mean. It's not, a, it's not about football. Football is just a – I said this on here a million times. When I got trained at Monster Jam, the first thing they told us was th- the trucks are nothing more than a ploy to get people to come here and buy stuff on the, on the concourse. Same thing with the football team. And because we're easily addicted in this country to things like this, we will dive in and we won't let go. We'll refuse to let go, even though there may be no prima facie evidence that says, hey, we're about you. Well, guess what? They're really not. I mean, the reality is the league is not going to police themselves the way that you and I would get policed. Can you imagine? I'm going to throw this scenario out. Can you imagine that David, okay, let's put the shoe on the other foot. Let's say that the owner, let's throw out this scenario. I go to a Carolina Panthers game against the Cincinnati Bengals. Okay. And I wear my Eagle, I wear my Bengals gear and I keep saying who day yeah. And I cheer the Bengals. I don't say anything negative about the Panthers in any way, shape, or form. I'm constantly cheering for the Bengals 
but I bought a seat and it just happens to be in front of the owner's box. Uh -huh. And all of a sudden, David Tepper yells out at me. And your team's winning. It, well, sure. Okay, but that, that doesn't even matter. Hey, you ignorant schmuck. Shut up and sit down, you toothless redneck. Okay. Now, I would make an argument that he shouldn't have said that, being the owner of the team. But, okay, what happens to me because I'm passionate about my team if I turn around and chuck a drink into the owner's box <laughs> at David Tepper? What happens? Yeah, you go to jail. No doubt about it. Yeah. I don't have to worry. I mean, I don't have to worry about any $1.77 fine or, or whatever. I'm going to jail. I'm never coming to that stadium again. Yeah. No Garth Brooks, no Taylor Swift. I'm on the watch list from now on. If he gets anywhere near the place, tackle him and put him in an arm bar yeah. and send him on his way. Why does he get away with it? Same thing. That's exactly that's exactly the deal. I could do something retaliatory and and mind you, I'm not saying that I should throw a drink at the owner or anyone else for that matter. If we understand that it's not a good idea to throw beverages on each other in a public setting, then why is it this guy, and I could say other words, why is this guy able to do this and his punishment at this moment from the league is a $300,000 fine? You know what's going to be fun is over the winter in the springtime to see what kind of PR spin they put on this team to get fans excited to watch football eight months from now. That's going to be really interesting because it's going to be a marketing scheme slash scam at its best to, to do anything they can to get fans excited about the team. Can we walk down this road a little more? Yeah. Because we, we need to take a break, but I've – I've hinted at this on this show before. And this behavior, honestly, looks like the scene out of a movie. Yeah. A very popular movie amongst baseball fans. One that I remember very well with a similar storyline. And I'd just like to put it out on the table that I think... What we're watching is, is we're watching a systematic attempt for a franchise to be removed. Possibly. Let's come back. We'll be we'll do that when we come back on the break here on the Rush Hour Morning Show. Gastonia homeowners, it's time for a fresh start. Are you tired of getting lost on a sea of products? Do you long for expert advice and personalized service? It's time to break up with your big box store and upgrade to Home Outlet. Now open at 1495 East Franklin Boulevard. Say goodbye to limited choices at high prices. Say hello to the largest selection of in-stock kitchens, baths, floors, and more, all at a guaranteed low price. Visit store manager Chris and his experienced team at your 100% employee-owned Home Outlet today or shop online at homeoutlet.com. 
Where can you find hyperlocal sports talk in Gaston County? Where can you find the best conversation with the movers and shakers of local sports talk? That's right. You find it right here on the Rush Hour Morning Show every Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. on the home of News Talk and Sports. WGNC AM 1450 and 101.1 FM, Gastonia, Charlotte, and streaming online at WGNCRadio.com. It's the Rush Hour Morning Show every Monday through Friday from 7 to 9 a.m. Rebels Contracting Services has specialized in the healthcare imaging industry since 1986. Located in Gastonia, Rebels Contracting is now hiring. Rebels offers competitive pay, vacation and holiday pay, 401k and insurance. If you'd like to join the Rebels Contracting team, check us out online at rebelscontracting.com or call 704-864-2000. That's 704-864-2000. Since the beginning of 2023, the Rush Hour Morning Show has become your go-to for hyper-local sports talk. Whether you listen for scores and analysis, compelling conversations, or that bit of fun in the morning, the Rush Hour Morning Show has grown a sizable audience in Gaston County and surrounding areas. Our podcast numbers reflect a robust listenership. This listenership is made up of people searching for your products and services. We would love to tell your company's story. Email us at rushhourwgnc at gmail.com or call 704-689-3820 to find out how your business can tell its story affordably on our Rush Hour Morning Show. That number again, 704-689-3820 or email us rushhourwgnc at gmail.com. The Rush Hour Morning Show, your source for hyper-local sports talk and hyper-local advertising. All right, folks, let's get started. Parents, thanks for coming. As many of you know, I'm Coach Mather. Tonight I want to talk about the season, of which I only have one expectation, that everybody gets stronger. When I say get stronger, I'm not referring solely to physical strength. Sure, we'll be in the weight room, we'll be running stairs, but we're also going to focus on developing mental toughness and grit because those are the characteristics that allow us to achieve greatness both on and off the court. So how do we develop those things? By getting comfortable with a challenge, by cultivating the confidence necessary to overcome adversity in all forms. That's why I coach. That's my purpose. Every member of this team can lean on me and I'll teach them how they can lean on themselves and each other. This message presented by the NCHSAA and the North Carolina Athletic Directors Association. Back here on the Rush Hour Morning Show. I got you now, baby. Gotcha. Glad we were able to make that switch. Yeah. You know, I, I, I would hate to be off the whole show with my timing. <laughs> Like I was on my Corkyoki uh, version. That's okay. I mean, look, it, I've I've seen it happen at churches before. You know when, because um, that's exactly what I thought of when I heard you singing. Uh huh. It's like the board will switch up to the next lyric. Uh huh. A line ahead, and the people don't know the song, and they're singing out of tune. Well, I can't do anything for their tune. Yeah. But it's very obvious key. that they're following the lyrics instead yeah. of the music. Yeah. And so it can get how a, gr- great. 
that thou that's, are... that's not a tune issue there. That's <laughs> that's a speech impediment. <laughs> oh, I got one of them too. I got that ADHD speech impediment. I can hear now. <laughs> you know. Okay. We we've touched on this before, and I'm 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 gonna lay this out. And and follow my logic for just a second. Because I think I may be on to something. I, I I don't I don't wanna be. Yeah. Because I don't think it's good for the football fan here in this town. Remember you, the you, you were talking about ownership sabotaging a team, right? For the sake of moving the team. I thought you were talking about the honey hunters for me. <laughs> See, we've been down this road before. Okay. Okay. So here's okay. Here's the thing. In the movie Major League, it's the story about the Cleveland Indians. Okay, back when they were actually yeah. the Cleveland Indians. <laughs> the owner wanted to move the team to Miami. Yeah. But for this to happen, there has a clause that said the team had to finish in last place. Yep. To kick in that clause. Yep. So she tried to assemble the worst team on the field possible. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And so, as it turns out, the manager, Lou, somehow finds this team out of really nickels and dimes, and they end up winning the division. Right. Okay. Not a realistic story, it's fiction. However, the storyline was we did it just to spite the owner. Yeah. Okay. I think, and and please, I don't <clears throat> I don't believe that the owner of the Carolina Panthers sat there and watched Major League one day and said, "That's it. That's what I'm going to do." How do you know I'm he did? I'm going to sabotage. I don't. But I don't. Usually, it's. It was silly, the things that were happening, okay? I believe that this franchise has incredible value. And I think that if – I think there is a mindset that if this franchise were to move, it would have even greater value in a different location. Yeah. And the one thing that we both know about David Tepper is the guy knows how to make money. Right. He may not know how to run a football organization. And again, I wasn't in Jacksonville, so I don't know what was said that prompted him to throw a drink at anybody. But I have a feeling he didn't throw the drink at the guy or the girl or whoever it was because, hey, your offensive line play stinks. Yeah. Hey, your secondary couldn't cover my grandma. Yeah. I don't think it was anything like that. It is possible because I, I would really like to get, I'd really like to see the response. He is very passionate. Did he say he was very passionate about his team? Was that the nomenclature that he used? No, hold on. I, just, I had it pulled up. I, I, give me just a second. Because I think there's something to be said. If he were to use. He, he, he said, he said. I am deeply passionate about this team and regret my behavior on Sunday. Okay. I'm deeply passionate. That's what he said. About this team. Yeah. Okay. 
So here's the thing. So many things that he has done gives you the impression that what his intent versus what reality is, they're not corresponding with each other. They contradict each other, okay? If you were that passionate about your team, then you would understand the importance of doing things that are not antithetical to the improvement of your team. Throwing drinks out the owner's box at fans from the other side or even for your own side, that's antithetical to what your passion is for. You may be passionate. That does not give you a right to crush the passion of people around you because there have got to be lots of people, and I know that there have got to be lots of fans that are like, good grief, can we already get past this? Here's the downside, okay? And I hate to break this to Carolina Panthers fans. Because there's already someone put out something to where they're starting a petition to where they're trying to get rid of David Tepper. That's not how it goes, folks. Okay? What he's done hasn't even sniffed the surface of something that the NFL's decided they're going to get rid of this guy for. It's just not going to happen. Before this area gets rid of David Tepper and the team stays, he's going to take the team with him. Yeah, it's his team. The Carolina Panthers will be no more. They can do what he wants to with it. It's his team. They'll have an empty stadium. Well, it won't be empty. They can... Well, they'll have Charlotte FC. Yeah. But they'll be going through the same thing that the Cleveland Browns went through at one point when they didn't have a team. Or places like St. Louis or even San Diego. Brown, here, here's what gets me. If you and I make a mistake or get a, or even get accused of making a mistake, making not a mistake, I can make a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> that gets my speech impediment again and my ADHD that, kicking that, in. You, that, do you that see actually, what I'm saying? That actually sounds good this time of day. You see what I'm saying? How it all blends together? Sure. If I don't slow down, see, maybe I, maybe I, maybe I am. Maybe I do have issues. <laughs> Listen, if you and I do something wrong, okay? Um, if you're in my, if you're in my company and I do something wrong, you're going to call me to the side because you have before. Hey, listen, ain't my business, but I would suggest you do A, B, and C. Have you not done that? Absolutely, you have. Looking out for me, right? That's what you're supposed to Try, do. Trying to. Yeah. You said, at least the attempt and the intent was there, right? Brian, if we, if we get accused of something, we have to be, whether we're guilty or not, you have to be accountable. You got to face it, right? These guys don't have to do that. I was sitting there watching the video. Here's what I want to know. I could care less about Tepper. Who's the guy in the white shirt and the slacks over to his right who sees it happen just sitting there with his hands in his pocket? Who's he? One of his one of his goons? One of his yes men? I don't know. I guarantee he's one of his yes men. Gotta be. He's just sitting there chilling. He's like when the fight breaks out on the street and five kids are at school and five kids jump on one kid and beat the brakes off of him. Everybody's sitting around with their phone out taking pictures. What's happened to us? Well, that, yes. And that is a very different conversation. Yes. No, but what I'm saying is we're out of control, man. It's out of control. This guy's doing the same thing, same stuff. And, and besides, he, he he really didn't even throw the drink. I mean, he just kind of tossed it and then acted like he was mad. <laughs> he wasn't really mad. It didn't seem to me like. No, it was, it, was, it, it reminded me, if, if you'll remember back in the, um, 
back in the days to where men carried gloves and they would slap yeah, their glove yeah, across yeah, somebody yeah. across the face. Yeah. It was one of those things. Yeah. And what it looked like it. Look, I don't want to sit here and equate that. He threw a drink on somebody. It's the same thing. He hit him with a haymaker. Okay? Right. I, not, I would rather knock his teeth out. I, I wouldn't have because yeah. that would have been, say, a, that been a whole nother level of negativity. I'd rather seen the guy get up and hit him in the mouth. They break out in a brawl in the, in, in, in the box, and then he see, says, hey, man, I got, I'm fed up with this stuff. No, that's no. – <laughs> I've rather seen that. No, I think that's what Philadelphia Eagles games are for. You know what I so. sound like now? I sound like the kid with the camera. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. Oh. But, I mean hey, – So, you know, if you're a native Charlottean and you were a Charlotte Hornets fan, uh, what, what prompted George Shin to move? He didn't try to sabotage the team. He was just trying to make some money, wasn't he? See, that's the thing. I, I Tepper has zero ties to Charlotte. None. He's got ties to that twenty billion bucks he's worth. Well, and see, that's the thing about it, and and I hope that people aren't missing that. Just because it's the Carolina Panthers today, doesn't mean that it's going to stay that in perpetuity. Brian, this whole thing. I mean, I'm not saying this whole thing. I shouldn't have said that. Uh, I think I misspoke for for a second. Um. Everybody's involved in football now. It used to be you get half the games on, you get the AFC games on the CBS, you get the NFC games on Fox, right? Brian, everybody's in the football business now. You have you have billionaire owners purchasing teams, and they ain't ever thrown a football in their life. They couldn't hit a baseball off a tee out of the infield, right? You know what I'm saying? But they got money, and they buy these teams. You know why they buy these teams? Because they can make more make more money. Brian, listen, Amazon, Amazon, all they used to do is ship stuff or you know, deliver packages. What are they doing now? They're in the football business. Sure. Everybody's and, in the football business now. And if a man has the means to buy a football team, I have no issue with the guy buying a football team. Right. None. Go live your American dream. But let the football people do the football, make football decisions. And I think that's where things go awry. Now. This is kind of where I'm headed. I don't think that we're ever going to come to a place because some of the scuttlebutt about Bill Belichick coming to the Carolina Panthers to be the next head coach. Okay. I could shoot down that rationale with two different things. First of all, Bill Belichick's going to want control of player development, who gets signed, who gets drafted. He's going to want control as a GM would. Okay. Why wouldn't he? He feels like he's earned that. Now, I would argue that much of his genius kind of left out the room <clears throat> when Tom Brady left out the room. Okay? But we've, we've seen a consistent pattern of David Tepper is not going to allow his football people to do football things without his non-football input. Why would we expect it to be any different with Bill Belichick? That's part of the issue. And so as far as I'm concerned, I don't think Bill Belichick is the answer, and I don't think there's any way that he would come here because one of two things is going to happen. Bill Belichick's going to understand that he's not going to be given unfettered control of the franchise, and therefore, he's not coming, or he's going to get sold a bag of goods, and it's going to turn ugly in a hurry. 
And I think for Steve Wilkes, that's one of the saving graces for him is he got out of that situation. Now, I don't know that he... Well, he might have. He might have known that it was an unmitigated disaster about to happen. Maybe he did. Maybe he had an insight that they did me a solid letting me go and going to the San Francisco 49ers because I can prove that I can coach defenses and the San Francisco 49ers are really, really good. Yeah. Whatever the case may be, the head coach conversation that's going to happen once the season effectively comes to a close because they can't really have a conversation with a coach until I think like week three of the playoffs, like after June 22nd, I think is that date when they can actually begin this thing in earnest with an NFL coach. They could go the college route. I don't think that's going to happen. Who, who becomes a part of this conversation? I think that's one question. Who wants had. to come here? Well, I, the right person, the right situation would be great for a small number of people. I think there's a short list of people that could come in here and if given the opportunity could really turn things around. Yep. Yeah, the question is, are, is he going to give them the opportunity? That's the question. Yes. I also wonder if there's another part of the country that might appeal both to David Tepper and to said coach. Look, I, I'm sorry. If you're a football fan right now, the Carolina Panthers, you have to come to grips with the fact that this may this may seeming this may be nothing more than a situation to where your Panthers are on the way out. And if it never happens, great. But if it does, at least you heard that the that the possibility was here on this show. Because this these behaviors, these moves sound antithetical to a team that has going to be that's going to be building roots or an owner that's going to be building roots here in this part of the world. We're one hour in, we come back, we'll talk some more about this possibly. I want to talk about second chances. We come back on the Rush Hour Morning Show. We'll be back in just a bit. So we thank you for tuning in to this Rush Hour Morning Show podcast. Don't forget folks, we jam 3 hours of content into 2 hours every single day Monday through Friday. From 7 to 9 a.m. On the Rush Hour Morning Show, WGNC AM 1450, 101.1 FM. Streaming online at WGNCRadio.com. Until we're back with you again for the next Rush Hour Morning Show podcast. Thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next time.